The Worship Ministry Catalyst Podcast. www.worshipministrycatalyst.com Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship leaders and worship team members, serving as a catalyst to facilitate worship in the local church. And now, here are your hosts, David Lindner and Kevin Cruz. Well, hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome to episode 94. 94, we're almost there. Of the Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast. Had a little bit of a break there. Summer is upon us, so. We've been breaking. (laughs) We've been busy. Uh, Vacations, and we're actually going camping next week, my family, for two weeks. I don't know. Melanie knows when we're camping. Where are you going? Uh, We're going to Fort Stevens. Which is um, at the very, the uh, the very north tip of the state of Oregon, uh, like right at the mouth of the Columbia River. Um, it's in basically Astoria, a little northwest of Astoria, and uh, it, it used to be an old fort uh, back in the days of like World War II, and they built a fort there at the mouth of the Columbia River because they figured if we were ever attacked via you know uh, via, via water sea ocean that that would be a point of vulnerability hmm. so they built a big fort there and now it's like a campground and it's really cool so what happens if we ever go back to like a big war <laughs> gonna turn it back it's, into yeah a- it'll no longer be a <laughs> campground they're gonna have to vacate all the tents and say we are now a functioning <laughs> fort so please leave um no the campground is actually a, like a mile away from the uh the actual fort oh, okay so the fort's more of like a historic site so you can it's really cool though. Our uh, our girls, um, or at least my oldest daughter, uh, when we went there last year, she just loved running around in the uh, in the forts. And um, you know, I mean, they're, they're kind of old and gross and deteriorating, but but they're really it's fun. Still cool. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's fun. Haley, she was just like I think nine months when we took her, and she she was she was asleep. Didn't quite. Didn't didn't quite appreciate care. it. Yeah, didn't quite <laughs> care. As much as Cali. And we were just over in Walla Walla ah. a week and a half ago for a wedding. They got the sweet onions there. Walla Walla sweet they do. onions. I don't really care about that though. Oh, okay. Because I hate onions. So No, are you yeah, kidding me? Uh, Did I, hate, I know that about you? I think so. Oh. I, I despise onions. You know, that's just too bad. Really? They yeah. add so much flavor. I do not like their flavor. Wow. Or what? their smell. Okay, what about like in what about in a food nope, like ground nope. like ground beef? You don't nope, want some like uh, nope. minced onions or Mm-mm. no nothing? No, not even onion powder. Uh, no, not even onion powder. No. Wow. No. So remind me next time you guys are over <laughs> at, at at our house for dinner. Remind me. Uh, I'll make sure no Melanie onions, doesn't put yeah. onions in anything. Yeah, I just do not like them. Never have. Wow. Okay, you sound like my dad. Yeah, my dad is just like. He's really weird about that. He will not eat onions. And it's not one of those things, you know, where like, I haven't tr- even tried them since I was a kid because everybody puts them in everything. It's true. So I keep, you know, having to force myself to eat these onions. So, so every time you're food. over at someone's house, yeah. like for dinner, you have to like politely power through an onion filled yep. meal. Yeah. And then afterwards, you're like, that was horrible. That's why I hate <laughs> onions. Okay. Well, yeah. fair enough. 
So, but anyway, they have over there the Umatilla Army Depot. Have you ever seen that? No. Well, I just we just saw it from the road, but there's Sounds like fancy. hundreds of bunkers and stuff out in the in the fields, and then some big wow. some big buildings out towards the middle of the thing. And so it, it must have been a World War Two something. Ta- yeah, so, something right. And so, but it's cool to see all that stuff and think about the history. Yeah, I know, I know, and yeah, it's fun. So, so we're going camping next week or in two weeks, whenever it is, and. You've been busy summer. We uh, we had vacation Bible school at our church uh, just a few weeks ago. My wife Melanie is the director at at our the children's director at uh, our church at Laurel Wood. Uh, so she's been busy vi- busy with VBS, and uh, that's over now. So you can take a breath. Actually, she's still trying to like. Um, I mean, because even though VBS is over. There's like all these things, like, you know, she's still trying to get rid of all the decorations that mm-hmm. were in her office. And uh, um, there's some other follow-up things like with some of the kids that, uh, there's eight kids that prayed to receive Jesus Christ. That's cool. It was a, it was awesome. Like mm-hmm. Melanie was just elated. She's been, she's been doing, uh, this is her fifth VBS at Laurelwood. Um, and this is by far like the, you know, in terms of, the number of kids and yeah, just the decisions that were made, uh, definitely the most successful. So that's good. Yeah. Melanie is just super, super excited, super cool. happy. Very um, cool. although they, they had actually planned for like 160, uh, kids and they only had 120. So they actually over planned a little bit, but yeah. yeah. Better to have too much stuff than not enough stuff, which is what's happened in the years <laughs> past. Like the last two years, they, they've had to, you know, close because they've only planned for like 120 mm-hmm. um, and then they would have more and they'd have to turn people away. But I don't know, I guess maybe 130 is a sweet spot or something. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, so summer's upon us. Summer's here. Football is coming. Well, college football, but man, if you're an NFL fan. You think we're going to have a season? I don't know. It's, I mean, I, I, I haven't, I haven't like followed it super like, you know, there's some crazy fanatic NFL fans who like are religiously following like all right. the dealings and everything. I'm not that crazy, but I do like NFL probably more than college. Um, although you kind of got me hooked on college last year, <laughs> you know, you, you got me hooked on college well, when and, your team is doing yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. That helped too, that the, that the ducks like, made it to the, yeah. uh, the championship game. All the people around here that are, you know, Washington state fans, they don't care about college. Yeah, football. I know, but as soon as Washington state makes it to a BCS <laughs> yeah. game. Oh yeah. But the, they were, they loved college football, you know, 10, five or 10 years ago when they made to the Rose Bowl. Yep, and stuff yep. like that, yeah. So. Back in the day when the Huskies were rocking it. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Anyway. So, um, no, I don't know. Like, I haven't been following it religiously, but it sounds like, at a minimum, they're going to have to cut uh, at least a couple games. Um, a lot of money down the drain. I know. That's what I'm thinking. Like, like I'm, I'm not an NFL owner or anything, but man, if I was an owner, like, I, I would be thinking to myself, okay, you know what? Some money is better than no money mm-hmm. because every game brings in just ginormous amounts of revenue. Be millions. Yeah. And so, you know, if I'm an owner, I'm thinking to myself, all right, so the players want more money in their contract or whatever the deal is, you know, fine. Give them more money. At least let them play so we can get some, some revenue into mm-hmm. our city, you know? Well, if you think about the amount of revenue that's just generated from each game, not just not just at the game, but you know, TV and commercials and like yeah. the whole thing, yeah. that's like million, hundreds of millions oh, of yeah. dollars. 
Yeah, uh, you know, so, and and local economy. I mean, I think local economy depends on you know if mm-hmm. if you're in a football city, uh, you know, think of all the workers that that work the stadiums, all the you know all the hands yeah. that make those games happen. And I mean, people come out obviously by the tens of thousands to watch the games, and yeah. So who knows? I don't know. Minimum, I think we're gonna lose a couple games. Yeah, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. I don't even know what it's all about, TV or something like that, right? Yeah, it's like, it's something stupid, you know? I mean, the the players want, like, a more fair cut of, like, the TV revenue or something like that, and um, and the owners are just being stingy, and, you know, the, um, uh, who's the, uh, the Dallas Maverick owner, the Jerry, um, um, whatever his name is? The Mavericks? Yeah, or not Mavericks, sorry. Um, Cowboys? Cowboys, yeah. Jerry, Jerry Owens. J- okay, so. Right? Y- Jimmy. Like, Jerry, Jimmy, Jerry, don't know. Doesn't matter. Here's Johnson. the point. Johnson. Jimmy Boom. Johnson. No, that's the that's the coach. No, isn't it? He was the coach. He's the owner now. No, he's not the, the owner. Manager no, like manager that. maybe. No, the the old guy who's always like wearing the tie. Anyway, I don't know. No, but he builds this gigantic stadium, right? The Dallas Cowboys Stadium. It's like the most expensive stadium in the history of the mm-hmm. world, or whatever. You know, it's like a one billion dollar stadium, and then. And and now it's like <laughs> you only had one season in it. Yeah, you have one season, and now like the the stadium's just sitting there empty. Yeah. Obviously, there's things in it. I, I was watching Saturday Night Live, and they were making fun of uh, the the NFL lockout. And um, um, Seth Meyers was doing the weekend update, and he goes, he goes, you know, you're in trouble when you see a 96 foot plasma TV on eBay, you know, on sale for <laughs> on, on eBay, you know, because they have that giant. You know, yeah, huge screen and you know, whatever. In trouble when they start renting out the the, <laughs> the Coliseum to show Veggie Tales. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> so anyway, it, it uh, it'll be interesting to. And then I guess you know the NBA lockout. You know that's going on too. And yeah, I guess people are more. Uh, one guy I talked to thinks that it's more likely we won't have an NBA season than the than NFL? NFL. You're kidding me. So he thinks there's way too much money in the NFL that we, that we'll have to have some kind of season because they don't want to lose Just because, them. yeah, people depend on that money. Yeah. Whereas the NBA isn't that, it's not as much of a cash cow. Yeah, I guess, or I don't know. Well, that's, you know, I did hear that, um, I, I did hear that like some players, some NBA players are already going overseas to play, to play at different countries. Like, uh, um, who's it? I heard Dwight Johnson's playing for like the Czech Republic or something really? like that. Or, or China. Or well, I some don't, of them do that anyway. Like some of the ones that are from other countries usually. Yeah, go back. yeah, but usually you don't have like American NBA players who are are going overseas, right. like Russia, you know, to play. So, yeah, that 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 was a little concerning when you when you hear about like big NBA players headed over to like Russia and Czech Republic and wherever else, you know, to play basketball. So, wow. Well, I don't know what's happening. What what has happened, David, to our society where it's all about money i mean that's what it comes down to happened well (laughs) (laughs) i think we've been that way for a long time well it seems to be seems to be getting worse even back in bible times yeah i guess that's true the golden calf well conquering other lands and Uh, you know taking their plunder money power and fame yeah i think that's i think it's a the condition of the human race. We are fallen people. Mm-hmm. What's up with that? I don't know. Uh, you know, that that reminds me, we've been going through the book of Romans at church, and um, 
you know, Romans. Big book. Yeah. Oh yeah. Great. <laughs> and, and deep, right. There's and a lot in there. A lot in there, you know, talk, talking a lot about the, you know, the depravity of man, you know, the sinfulness of man, uh, but the grace of God, you know, Romans four, Romans five, um, that last half of Romans three, uh, you know, just great stuff, you know, Romans four talking about the justification. And, um, anyway, we were talking in our, our uh, Sunday school class about, um, just that idea, you know, about, uh, you know, um, is, is, uh, are humans born sinful, you know, is man born depraved, you know, or do we, do we become sinful, you know, as, as we grow, you know, it's the question of sin nature. And, you know, some people say, oh, well, you know, you're, you're born, you know, you're born pure and whole. And then as you get in this world, you know, you start becoming corrupt or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I got two girls at home and, you know, it's like... It doesn't take very long to, to it, see it. Yeah, it doesn't take long before. <laughs> like, Haley, you know, she can't even talk yet. She's a year and a half and, like, you know, I mean, she she's, like, deliberately disobedient, you know, like, mm-hmm. and, and to the, I mean, she knows, you know, she, she knows, like, simple commands, like, you know, come here or, you know, don't touch or, you know, br- you know let go. And, uh, you know, the other day she was literally pulling Callie's hair out, you know, like, <laughs> Like literally pulling chunks of her hair out, and Callie's like screaming, and we're like, mm-hmm. "Haley!" You know, we're like grabbing her hair. You yeah. know, we're like, "Stop!" And she just like looks and laughs, and I'm like, "What are you? You're 18 <laughs> months." You know what? what? Oh, but even even before that, it doesn't take long to see like you know the selfishness. Oh, totally. Yeah, it's like what that. it's what they want. Yeah. You know, and so yeah, I mean, yeah. I I I think you know humans we're we're naturally selfish, and and we're definitely born you know sinful. Mm-hmm. I. I I really think we have a sin nature, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we're born fallen, but we are justified, you know, by faith, uh, through Jesus Christ. And, and, uh, that Thankfully. Romans is a great book for that. So Thank anyway, goodness. but yeah, this isn't a theology <laughs> podcast, is it? No, no, no theology. No theory. Theology. theory. Yeah, we can talk about theology. We've talked about theology. We before. have. Sure. We have talked to talk about, about theology and worship. We talked about worship theology. By the way, I think one thing, you know, different topic but one thing one post i'm working on for the website for the blog yeah but we need to come up with more than just what i can come up with and so we might we'll need our listeners to help us out here we go but i want to come up with a list of worship you know of worship or you know just songwriting christian songwriting don'ts (laughs) don't do this (laughs) so and one thing i want to have as part of that is a great big list of um cliche overused words and phrases yeah or like okay so one of my things that that's got to be on the list as a don't is oh, no. don't use amazing grace lyrics in your song yeah amazing grace how sweet the sound yeah so how many i mean how many songs have you amazing that? love now flowing down <laughs> from hands and feet and there's a, there's a new one on the radio using your lyrics from amazing grace mm. and then like you know casting crowns they did that you know other version of amazing grace and chris tomlin redid amazing grace it's like it's enough amazing grace right yeah we we got yeah we get the idea okay god's grace is good okay (laughs) so that's that's one of my i think that would be one of my don'ts is don't use amazing grace or don't use the music from amazing grace as an intro or as an interluder Uh, as part of a song you know like just let's move on yeah let's move on There there are lots of other hymns that if you want to use a hymn go find another one but remember when um uh well Todd uh, Todd Agnew like a while back did that like re like maybe rearrangement him, of uh what's that maybe it's him I'm thinking of Todd uh, Agnew yeah who did the uh, Amazing Grace but he didn't that like minor key like the Amazing yeah Amazing Grace 
how sweet sound. Yeah, hallelujah. Um, Grace like rain. That's right. Falling but but I remember, like, I remember the first time I heard it. I was like, this is weird. Like, uh, it, it reminded that song, um, that oldie song, House of the Rising Sun. You know, <laughs> there is a house. Da, da, yeah. da, 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 People da, da. At, uh, at the church I was at during that time loved that song. Really? That's one of those songs, you know, I don't, I People don't know if we've talked it about. People hated it at our church. I don't know if we've talked about this, but like sometimes as a worship leader and worship pastor, you have to do songs that you don't like because your people like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one I had to that do. That was one. That I had to bear a lot. Hi, oh, Hannah. My daughter funny. just walked through here. Hi, Hannah. Um, you know, speaking of that, it reminds me of uh, Days of Elijah, um, probably not, not yeah, not, not a, not a song I, I terribly love, but there's a lot of people at our church who just love that song. So, you know, we, we do Days of Elijah on occasion, but yeah. you know, what got me was that it was, it's just like, it's just a weird, like first time I did it, I'm like, this is weird. You know, these are the Days of Elijah, you know, um, you know, talking about the the dry bones and and all these like Old Testament like <laughs> allusions and everything, and I'm like, this is weird. But then I went on uh, Robin Mark's website. Robin Mark wrote that song, and and uh, he actually has a section on his website that explains that song. Probably because so many people ask him, "What the heck is this?" You know, and I read that, and it actually helped reconcile that song a little bit because I just felt weird singing it, and it's not, you know, I read that. So if you're a worship leader listening to this and you hate the song Days of Elijah, <laughs> go to Robin Mark's website and read his um uh description or not description, his uh explanation. Speaking of, you know, um a Sean Groves just came out with a new CD. Ah. I don't think it's for sale yet, or it might be just now or in the next week or two. Also, Stephen Curtis Chapman's coming out with a new CD in August, August 9th that releases no drops way. on August 9th, I guess is what I'm supposed to say, right? Dr- it drops on August 9th. I, I don't know. I think that's what you're supposed to say when okay. you're talking about a CD release. Okay. I That's good to know. I didn't know that. No. Yeah. Beauty Will Rise, his last one, I thought was a great, great album. Yeah. Real honest, real vulnerable. It was, yeah. Album. Yeah, it was. So I'm excited to see what he does with this one. But Sean Groves, you can go to his website right now and listen to it. The whole thing before it even comes out. Oh man, which is cool. Love that. I love, and that's what a lot of people are doing now. So, but yeah. but he would. I, I I follow him some online, and he would post versions, which is really interesting to me. He'd post versions of the songs like, <laughs> like in progress. No, he would oh. just like. So this was like. <laughs> I thought they were like like vote for which one you like. <laughs> no, no, and that's the one that makes it on the album. So like no, he would post like the scratch version of it, and then he'd post the version when they had recorded everything but hadn't mixed everything. But then oh. he would post a version that, you know after they had mixed it, and then after they had mastered it, and just kind of showed you the whole process. Wow, and stuff. it was really cool. Hey, speaking of new CDs, have you um, listened to the, uh, well, it's not that new anymore, the the newest single from Coldplay, the Every Teardrop Waterfall? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of creating a bit of a controversy because it, it's, it's, uh, it's it, I'm not going to say it's very, very different, but, you know, it, it's a little different than the kind of the Coldplay that a lot of people, you know, grew, you know, have grown to know and love the uh, you know, the yellow and uh, rush of blood to the head and, you know. But like, but Viva La Vida was a lot different it was. than the other stuff. It, too. it totally was. And and I think people are forgetting that, you know, because I remember when uh, Violet Hill, what the first single came out on uh, Coldplay's album, Violet Hill came out. I'm like, this song is weird. And then I, and then I get the, the, the Viva La Vida CD and mm-hmm. like, there's all this like, you know, um, uh, there's all this like, uh, 
um, you know, crazy, you know, Hammond dulcimer type, you know, mm-hmm. type things. And by the way, I think I'm going back to all CDs now. Oh, are you? Instead of buying a download. Yeah. Because unless it's, unless you can only buy it by download, but my hard drive on my Mac crashed oh, no. and I lost all the music that I'd bought on iTunes, no. except for what's on my iPod. No. Are you kidding me? No. Were you able to like get a like back? You, no backup files? No. Nope. Oh, dude. And so I think I'm going back to CDs and buying a CD. Because <sighs> if I had the CDs, I could just you rip could them just all again. Rip them. But, you know, I thought I heard something like iTunes, like the newer version of iTunes. Um, You can like, you can go to your download history and any songs that you've purchased in the past, you can re-download. I don't know. Maybe I'm just making that up, but I don't know. You might I, want to look I did in. some research on it and they said they don't do that, but maybe they've. Yeah. I don't know. It might be worth checking because there's like a new, well, they release a new version of iTunes like every week, but I swear, but. Um, that's the, annoying yeah the newer one like the the 10.3.1 or whatever uh i, I think at least phil phil ball was was uh our youth pastor was telling me something about that he's like yeah it was great they got you know because he has like three he has like three different computers he uses his work and his home and he's like so you know i was able to just download i was able to download uh the songs on my home computer and my work computer and they're all so i don't know i don't know yeah maybe check it out yeah that would be lame though but anyway, go go Sorry. check out uh, Sean Groves. Sean Groves, good. It's he's working with Compassion International now. Okay, and so a lot of the songs kind of dealing with that whole topic. And wow. Stuff. So speaking so of cool. Compassion, um, we have this guy at our church, Steve Jones. Um, uh, on uh, he like he's really cool. He's uh, you know He's related to Jim. What's that? He's not related to Jim. Jim Jones? Yeah. No, no. Um, <laughs> uh sorry but but um he uh i guess he's like the music liaison or artist liaison for compassion international Mm -hmm. and it's like it's like the coolest thing in the world basically any artist any you know christian musician or artist in general who uh who you know um like partners with compassion He's like the liaison to them or, or whatever. He's like manages all the different uh, liaisons. And so, you know, he gets to like rub shoulders with all these really cool mm-hmm. groups, you know, Stephen Curtis Chapman and Mercy Me. And, you know, he, he basically like whenever they're in town or, or he'll actually go meet them out wherever at a concert and, you know, hey, do you guys have everything you need? That's cool. You know, and, and uh, you know, he gives them all the material, the compassion stuff and and they help sign up kids, and I'm like, what a cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was like, that's that's a sweet job. Yeah. That's a sweet job. How do you get that job? So, But he travels a lot, because yeah. he's always meeting up different artists mm-hmm. at different concerts, and um, but yeah, cool guy. Well, so anyway, we're Sorry. just about out of time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what did we talk about? We talked about worship, and theology, and... Theology. New CDs and Coldplay and football and... Yeah, a lot of good stuff. All right. No, no, there's... You know what? Okay, here, let's let's get serious. How much time do we have? A, a couple minutes. A couple minutes? Okay. <laughs> well, um... Okay, well, maybe maybe we'll do, like... Uh, we'll do this and then, like, a part two next time, all right? But I, I've been doing a lot of experimenting with different service types, like, different types of services... Um, so, so I've already been doing like different arrangements, you know, like front loading a set with, uh, you know, front loading the service with music or back loading it. 
or mixing things up. But recently, I've been exploring like different types of services. So last Sunday, we had like a testimony service where all we did was just share testimonies and things that God's doing. A few weeks ago, we had a prayer service. All we did was like just have prayer. We had group prayers, uh, large group prayers, small group prayers, personal prayers, prayers from the Bible, prayers from Psalms. So, so different things other than music, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, uh, before that we did, um, like a youth, uh, a youth service where the youth planned the whole service. They did the music. Uh, we had one of the guys from the high school group preach. Um, in a couple of weeks I'm having, um, our, our older group, our boomers plus group, they're leading the service, you know? So, so I, I've been, it, it's, it's been challenging, but it's also been really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I, I don't know, maybe that, maybe we can talk about that sometime, maybe next episode. Yeah. Let's get um, into that next episode. We can let's talk get a little teaser for it. Yeah. A little teaser yeah. for, uh, uh, just different ways of doing services and the, the pros and the cons of it. And we can also talk about, uh, one of the things I want to talk about is like our heritage, our uh, music heritage, you know, like where we have come from. Yeah. And I'll just uh, give a little teaser for it. I think it was um, uh, Ravi Zacharias might have been quoting somebody when he said this, and I can't remember that. I just remember him saying it. But he said the only thing worse than nostalgia is amnesia. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the only thing worse than living in the past is forgetting the past, uh, right? So, forget. so yeah, we can talk about that. We don't want to forget where we've come, no. where we were, no, stuff like that. So, all cool. right, all right. Well, that's episode 94 in the can. You can get in touch with us online, worshipministrycatalyst.com. You can also send us an email to Dave at worshipministrycatalyst.com. Or, or Kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash worshipministrycatalyst. Or follow us on Twitter, which we're over a thousand followers now on Woo-hoo! Twitter. Yeah. Follow it. Yeah, uh, twitter.com slash wmcatalyst. And uh, you can always subscribe to our podcast and iTunes and spread the word you probably maybe you found us from ministrymatters.com we're getting some people coming over from that so sweet there's lots of ways to get in touch with us and we uh we hope to hear from you so have a good week we'll talk to you soon bye